pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning. It's 1033 and 23 degrees right now in downtown Canton. It's not warming up at all out there. The temperature's not going up, but you know what is going up? Gas prices. Yeah. And it seems as though there's nothing we could do about it as the consumer. I wish we could. I wish I could boycott my gas station. But guess what? I need to drive. You need to drive. So unless you're driving a $75,000 electric car, you can complain all you want, but we all need, we all need to get our gas. I mean, this is the first time in 14 years that the national average for gasoline has surpassed $4 a gallon. But can Biden do anything about it? Can he help ease the burden at the pump for me, you, and our other fellow Americans? Joining us right now, we have Nick Loris, who is the Vice President of Public Policy at 3C, or at C3 Solutions. Nick, how are you this morning? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So is there anything that the president can do about these gas prices right now? You know, the president is hamstrung a little bit because oil is a globally traded commodity, and therefore what happens both from a supply and demand side around the world impacts the price at the pump here. You know, we've seen prices steadily increasing since countries lifted their uh, restrictions from the pandemic, and as well as obviously Russia's invasion of Ukraine has caused prices to spike. You know, those things are out of the administration's control. But there are a number of regulatory tools uh, that the administration could do, such as uh, suspending regulations on uh, new summer blends of gasoline that add to the price of the pump. The the ethanol mandate, which requires that we blend corn-based ethanol, has increased the price of the pump. So there's little tweaks here and there that cost a few cents per gallon. But if you add those things up, you know, it starts to make a, a, a bit of a meaningful difference. Yeah, and and one thing that is very noticeable because we we live in such a a divided country right now, and it, it's been like that for four or five years. I feel like when I go to my local gas station, and I'm from very rural America where it is strongly conservative and Republican, and if you don't you know bleed red, then then there's an issue. When when I go to my local gas station, I'm seeing these stickers right now. Have you seen that, Nick? <laughs> Uh, the the yeah. I did that with Joe Joe Biden pointing at the gas prices. Yeah, I see those. A little less in D.C., uh, which you can imagine, yeah. even though the price here is uh, four to $4.5 per gallon, depending on which uh, pump you go to. Uh, but the, the problem is, and, you know, there's a truth to that. You know, the administration's uh, anti-growth, anti-production uh, policies 
uh, are making things worse. You know, on day one, President Biden canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, which could have been delivering up to 830,000 barrels of oil per day uh, from Canada down to Gulf Coast refineries. And this, this is really a legacy bad policy decision by the Obama administration because the company that applied for the permit to build this pipeline, uh, they applied for that permit back in 2008. It's been 14 years uh, to try to build a single pipeline. And that speaks to this kind of anti-growth, anti-energy infrastructure problem that we've had here in the United States. And it doesn't just affect traditional sources of energy like coal, oil, and natural gas. It also affects new transmission lines and the build of uh, renewable sources as well. Is there anything that we can expect this summer? I mean, can I see 5 or $6 a gallon come June or July when everybody is getting ready for summer vacation? Yeah, that's a great question. We have seen supply increase, uh, largely coming out of the Permian Basin in Texas. So supply is trying to ramp up uh, to to meet this uh, rapid increasing demand. But I think you speak to a really interesting point because usually when gas prices hit $4 per gallon, which isn't that often, there is some demand-side restrictions. People say, okay, maybe we'll cancel our, our spring break or summer vacation or fly less. Uh, but people have been cooped up for two years in a lot of respects and canceled those spring breaks and vacations for the past two years. And so people might be willing to swallow the higher prices this summer, increase their demand for travel, which is only going to put upward pressure on the price of a gallon of gasoline. I don't know if it'll go as high as $6 per gallon, but I do think that rising demand uh, could further increase prices into the summer driving season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm hoping... Not, but where I come from, you have to drive minimum 25 to 30 minutes to get to your destination, you know, whether it's grocery shopping, going out to dinner, whatever. But my original hometown was 45 minutes. And I know there are people who they're just not doing anything besides going to work right now and going home. Obviously, unless they have kids in sports and they're going to the sporting events, but outside of that, People have to make those executive decisions to just stay home and not spend the money because for some people, the extra dollar and a half a gallon isn't hurting them. I mean, they've got the disposable income. They're, they they got to spend it. For other people, though, that extra $50 to fill up your car, instead of it being $30, now it's $80, that's an issue for, for a lot of America right now. Absolutely. You bring up a, a very good point in that, you know, it's not just the higher prices the pump Americans are seeing, but, you know, this also leads to the inflationary pressures that we're seeing elsewhere in the economy. And because energy is such a critical input for everything we make and do, it means higher prices going out to eat and going to the movie theaters, buying clothes, um, going to the grocery store. Uh, and so, Yes, Americans can curb back on some of that economic activity, but that's a drain on the economy. But then they're also paying uh, higher prices for so many other goods and services. And and you're right, it it really disproportionately impacts the lowest income Americans who spend a higher percentage of their budget on energy costs, which is why we need more policy solutions that open access to our domestic supplies to, to increase supply and put downward pressure on the prices. You know, I travel a lot, and I have a rule if it's over seven or eight hours, I'm on an airplane. And if it's under seven hours and someone else pays for my ticket, I'm most likely on an airplane, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. But 
during the pandemic, I still had to travel for work and a lot of my plane tickets, you know, I go to Florida, you know, every other month and I was flying there for as low as $20 round trip. And obviously, you know, as the economy and the world started to open back up, it was, you know, $130 round trip. Well, now we're starting to see some of these ticket prices back to pre-COVID prices where it's 300 round trip to go to Florida, you know, 350, $400. Are we, is that because of the, the oil crisis right now with the gas or is that unrelated? Yeah, no, that it's, it's certainly related. Uh, airlines, you know, biggest cost is fuel, uh, you know, in, in addition to uh, the, the labor. And so if the cost of jet fuel uh, is increasing. That's going to be reflected in higher prices. And I think you know airlines trying to recover from again two years of, of less travel uh, are are passing those costs on to consumers. There are, are certain airlines who hedge and buy their fuel in advance. Most of those are the international airlines, though. A lot of the domestic airlines uh, don't do that. And so, yes, you are seeing those higher costs passed on to consumers. And again, increased demand for travel. Uh, we're, we're coming up on spring break season, and a lot of people are trying to bro- book their uh, spring breaks and, and summer vacation plans now. And so the combination of the higher fuel prices and increased demand for travel it continues to put upward pressure on prices. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Nick. And hopefully, hopefully the, the pain at the pump is no longer, but... I'm afraid by summertime, we're all still going to be reeling from the high gas prices right now. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks for having me.